host Hunter McGoy, as always, joined by my co-host Adam Howell. Yowie wowie. Oh, I thought Adam, Adam was just going to be silent there for a out, minute. I was zoned out there for a second. Sorry, everybody. Uh, like to ask everyone to give us a follow on Twitter uh, at 3MB Podcast. That is the number three, the letters MB Podcast. Uh, you can follow Adam on Twitter at Adam Howe3MB. Shout out to my 30 followers this week. We're going up every week, guys. Dope. <laughs> and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at HunterLM. Who has way more than me. Um, yeah, because they're probably all Russian bots, but whatever. <laughs> uh, on this week's episode, I'm going to go ahead and uh, quickly recap... Um, the only real highlight from the Ring of Honor Summer Supercard. Uh, go over the G1 final real quick and then uh, go over all things E from the weekend, from TakeOver to SummerSlam to the happenings of Monday Night Raw last night. First things first, from Friday night, uh, Ring of Honor did their Summer Supercard uh, from Toronto, since that was the center of the wrestling universe for the weekend. Um, only real thing of note from this, from this show, uh, well... From the show, and then one thing I have to say about Ring of Honor itself. Uh, if you can, go out of your way to find the ladder war match between the Briscoes and the Gorillas of Destiny. Um, easily the highlight of the show, um, another ladder war match, and, and both teams just... Beat the piss out of each other. <laughs> yeah, just really... Just, that was one of the better warfares they've had in a while. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. I, 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 don't think I, can, I, I don't think I can argue that. Um, and... Then this just goes back to Ring of Honor as a whole, where the hottest star in your company right now is Marty Skrull. Right. Yes, he's leaving. Everyone knows he's leaving. I don't think he's hiding it either at this point. <laughs> right. But for the entire show, like the entire lead up, the meet and greets, mm-hmm. you don't advertise Marty Skrull at all. And, and the- that's why half the audience wasn't there. Yeah, and the 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 crowd or they tweeted the, or photos the, of it. There wasn't or it was the, non-existent or the lack of crowd as yeah. Adam as Adam's hitting on is ridiculous. Like I, I understand that you know the, the elite, the box, Cody, Hangman Page. Kenny was in there for two once uh, in a while. Yeah, New, but, New Japan stars came through though. But. Right, and and how they can't advertise Marty. Was he Whatever. doing meet and greets and stuff? No. Okay. Like, if his contract's up at the end of September, like the rumor is, at least just say, hey, come see Marty before he's gone. One like, last time. Right. You do something. You off of that. Do something. And and the fact that you're not there and that, that the crowd is not there and then during... I, I felt bad for Matt Taven and Alex Shelley because there was a dude who got so drunk... That was in the front row that he literally passed out mm-hmm. during that. that match, and the crowd was more into watching what was happening with the dude passing out than they were in the match. 
tells you all you need to know about and the state of Ring of Honor right that's now. That's pretty fucked up because how good Shelly and Taven really are. Um, I just look at that show. It's just like we wouldn't five years ago. This wouldn't be a thing. Ring of Honor was the hottest thing. Right. It's amazing how times can change. Personally, I think we've talked about it a million times now. I think it's a sinking ship. If they don't work it out with somebody, like, I mean, am I wrong? How that crowd, super car, that summer showcase show was a sellout every last three years. Look at like the last three years, right. and now this year it's oh no, yeah, half and, the buildings filled. I mean, I know attendance has been bad everywhere since the Bucks left, but good, it's just not a good look. And you know, I uh got into a back and forth with a few people that uh you know they want to blame Matt Taven for the lack of attendance it's and, not Taven's fault right the 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 attendance was bad before they put the title on Taven so you can't blame Taven Taven's the best champ they've had in a while in my well, opinion it's at least the most entertaining one and and you know there there's two guys in Ring of Honor I know I can't be objective about and it's Dalton Castle and it's Matt Taven um irrationally like both of those guys so I will I will defend both but when Jay Lethal was champion, you know, when you're looking at the shows that they did down in Florida in January and February, the crowd was even worse. So mm -hmm. this is not absolutely not on Taven. It is 100% on the company itself and their inability to generate or make stars. And, you know, everybody they talk about bragging they'd signed contracts for were only a year. So long, at, the end yeah. of the, at the end of the year, you know, is Bandito gone? Is Roosh gone? Like, you're... You're bragging about signing these guys, but you're signing them to a year. I got, it's just like we debated it a couple weeks back. Like, are they going to be here in a year or two years or three years? I, it's hard to say with that. They need to figure it out with New Japan. Or that's, uh, they seem like that's going to be done too. Figure yeah. it out with, I don't think they're working with AEW. You oh, know, obviously not working with AEW. They're not going to work with WWE. Nope. The only thing they've announced is they're gonna work with CMLL, and for the first time they had CMLL guys on the show, and they actually worked with other CMLL guys, mm -hmm. which produced great match. Uh, not a great match, but a, a, a very fun match to watch. Uh, it was a six-man tag where uh, Caristico, El Sobrano Jr., Stuka Jr., uh, beat El Barbaro Cannavaro, Hichiro, who I know I'm butchering that name, and Templario. And it was a a really really good lucha match. Like mm -hmm. in um, a couple years ago, uh, they had El Sobrano taking on Punishment Martinez, and uh, Sobrano uh, had some travel issues, so he didn't get to the show mm -hmm. till like thirty minutes before the show started. And the match that he had with Punishment was just awful. Uh, so it was nice to see that they put the CMLL guys with the CMLL guys. And you got a match that the crowd was into. Um, if you're a fan of the Lucha style, absolutely go and watch it. it I, I, I you know I've stated I'm not a fan of the Lucha style, but it was an absolutely fun match. Um, Should Ring of Honor be considered like just hey maybe like downsize and just be an indie promotion? They are an indie promotion. I mean, yeah, they're owned by a billion dollar corporation. You know, like, but Sinclair has do no less. It, less is more sometimes, you know. Like we've been, we've both been to Ring of Honor shows where it's a freaking madhouse, and they're incredible shows. I don't want to go to a Ring of Honor show right now. You know, it's depressing. Yeah, um, like I'm just saying, should they shrink it down a little bit instead of worrying about filling up ballparks and every, the arenas and everything else? And but just, that's the thing. The the venue that where they went 
couldn't have been more than 2,000 seats, and they didn't even have that filled. I mean, we're local Ohio. It wasn't bigger than our venue. No, it, it's not bigger than, than where we're LCU at here in Columbus, right? Express. Yeah, no. I'm just saying, something's got to change, or they're not going to be here. I, yeah, I don't know how. Or, or, or eventually, St. <laughs> St. Clair is going to sell them off, and then what happens? Because there's no one, no one's going to put money in that company right now in, in the state that they're in. Would WWE buy them? Just for the... For the tape library, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some of the talent, maybe, (laughs) like. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but I mean, the talent's going to leave to go to WWE anyway, or AEW, whatever. Right. Yeah. I'm going to skip forward to Monday morning, and then we'll we'll swing back and hit uh, all things E over the weekend. Um, New Japan G1 Climax Grade One Climax 2019 came to an end. Uh, in the final, Kota Ibushi defeated Jay White, and I'm going to try not to break my arm patting myself on the back, as that's exactly what I called at the beginning of the tournament. Um, just, a, you know, if you're not on the Jay White train, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, Jay White is absolutely uh, super effective as a heel. He gets good heel heat. He doesn't get the Baron Corbin go-away <laughs> heel heat. When you had 12,000 people in Budokan Hall wanting Kota Ibushi to win because they hated Jay White that much, that means he's doing his job. Is Jay White, is he WWE destined? I don't know. He's got everything the WWE Do would want. Do you want him to go to WWE? Of course not. I mean, I, I want him, I mean, I want what I want from every wrestler. Get fucking paid. Get your money and be happy. Whether that's being in the WWE, whether that's staying in New Japan and being the the Gaijin face of the company. Be the new Kenny Omega. Yeah, and I and I don't want to make that comparison, but that's that is but absolutely that's really what you're but, saying. Right, no, it's, guys, that's it's, what you're saying. It's the yeah. absolute easiest comparison. Uh, not fairest because of just in ring ability at this point. Um, Jay White is is good, but uh, obviously not no, on he's that not Kenny, Kenny Omega but... level. Um, he's getting the same kind of heat. <laughs> yeah, but um, like he, go he's destined for more. I've, I've, I've right, seen. and you know I, I, when he came here on excursion with Ring of Honor, I told my wife five years he's in WWE. That would be two more years. So we'll see what happens. He's then. still young. He could stay he's in. He's twenty. Yeah, he's twenty six. I think. Yeah, he's my right around my age. I just think these guys who do these Japan for long tenured. Bucks, Kenny, I just think they get sick of it after so many years of doing it, and they do find other things. But yeah. that's because they live here in the states, or Did in Kenny's case, Canada. There? Yes, he's okay. he's from New Zealand, so, he's doing so a he, will thing too. He's yeah, living there. Uh, as far as I know, he lives there. I mean, he could still live in New Zealand. Uh, but we both know too. Money talks, and New Japan could probably match a WWE deal. I would imagine, but mm-hmm. if they want to, is yeah. maybe I said that maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two other things to have note from the show: um, Kenta joined the Bullet Club in one of the most effective heel turns ever. Um, towards the end of the match, Kenta. Um, just hopped off the mat when Ishii, Tomohiro Ishii, came over to tag him in. And yeah, at, the, at that time, you didn't know if it was just because uh, 
Kento was angry with Ishii or Yoshihashi, um, but uh, eventually came back into the ring and attacked Ishii, which led to Tamatonga getting the, the pin and, and the victory for the Bullet Club. Uh, side note, kudos to Tamatonga and, and Tangaloa for being in Toronto on Friday night, right. yeah. flying across the globe, literally across the globe to get to Japan, and, and a few days later working... Uh, granted, it was only <laughs> granted it was only an eight minute match, but still, um, just just being able to go out and perform, uh, I'd I'd still be jet lagged three days later, let alone two days. Uh, and so during the the post match, Katsuyori Shibata ran to the ring to a deafening roar, laid into Kenta. And eventually, uh, of course, the numbers from Bullet Club uh, overtook uh, Shibata and, and Kenta in the final pose of the evening, set on Shibata's chest and did Shibata's uh, I, uh, cross-legged pose. I, I know we're not allowed to call it Indian style anymore in this day and age. Uh, That's the image you remember from the whole thing. It's just oh, just that. sitting on his chest and had the had the two sweet down low symbol, and it was just, it was fantastic, and the place was just molten hot at Kenta. Because nobody uh, saw that. Uh, yeah, nobody no. saw that coming. I mean, the only thing that we got that there was going to be a new member of the Bullet Club was the early in the day. Tomatonga tweeted out, "Just secured our next member." He, um, he, on Instagram, he's like, "You're not going to believe who we got." <laughs> and so, uh, so um, other people say that as soon as they saw that and they saw the match, they knew it was going to be Kenta. And I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm not so sure on that one. But uh, again, an outstanding visual. And um, they've already signed Ishii versus Kenta for the Royal Quest shows at the end of the month in, in England. Uh, and the other thing I'd note from the show was uh, Minoru Suzuki. Um, getting a win, well, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr., I should say, getting a win over Tanahashi and Okada. Uh, Surprising. To set up a uh, a match for Suzuki and Okada at the Royal Quest show. And uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Tanahashi uh, will be having a match as well. Uh, G11 skin, great. Um, need to find some time to go over that and, and just give some high-level thoughts. Uh, more than the time that we've been able to give it here, but um, well worth the. Just again, G one wears me out. I you know I uh, just before Adam and I started podcasting, I I told him that um, my limit for wrestling in one day uh, is about fourteen hours. Uh, G one, the month of G one, just exhausts me, and, and it's a good thing that we don't have anything big until the end of August, so I can so I can rest and recuperate. We'll head on over, back over to the States, uh, back to Toronto, which, as I said, was the epicenter of wrestling for the weekend. And once again, a, a fantastic takeover show. Um, don't know anyone can not, not enjoy NXT takeovers uh, because we get just pure wrestling, no entertainment wrestling. I don't um, think there's ever been a bad one. I've seen them all. <laughs> no, right. I mean, you know, this is the 20th. all twenty sixth of them. Right. This is the twenty sixth one, and and if 
you can tell me that one's disappointed you. I don't know what show you watched Please that I watched. tweet us that and tell <laughs> us why. Yeah. Uh, show started off as most uh, of the takeovers do with a tag team match as the Street Profits retained against the Undisputed Era. Uh, both Adam and I got this one wrong as we predicted Era to take the titles. And um, I wasn't mad about it, though. It was a really good match. Didn't hurt <laughs> O'Reilly and Fish. No, I don't think you can say it hurt anyone. Um, but honestly, I don't say, don't think you can also say this made the Street Profits look any better. No, because I just don't know what's next. Are they going to fight again? Because the tag team division isn't huge right now in NXT. I mean, there's some... Am I right? Like, there's not... No, I mean, it, it's it's these two teams right now. And then, um, you know, we'll have to wait till TV this week. Um, there was a match... You know, uh, you got like uh, the Fashion Police back together and the Forgotten Sons, but those aren't major plugs yeah, right now that you're but, gonna put I on mean, Takeover in three but months. But I mean, months. other other than Undisputed Era, that those are you know Forgotten Sons and Brizongo, the Fashion Police, or Tyler Breeze and Fandango, whatever they're gonna be known as now. Um, those are really the tag teams that we have out there. Uh, so it, it'll, yeah. What's next is. This is it's a lower. I mean, the tag team division is always strong in NXT. I think it's at a time where they're a bit of a rough patch with it. They're not. It's not bad by any means, but it's just not what it's been over the last few years. Nope, not not even close. And, and um, put American Alpha back together. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think Jason Jordan's retired. Yeah, I don't but, think Jason Jordan can go. And I and yeah. I like Chad Gable being mm-hmm. uh, on SmackDown slash 205 Live. So keep him there, please. So I think the War Raiders should have probably stayed, but not their fault. Yeah, but there's, I mean, what, what was left for them to do, though? Yeah, but, I mean, they're doing squashes every, anyway, they're doing squashes every week on Raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next match, uh, fantastic match. Could could flip a coin and, and say that this may have been my favorite match of the show. Um, as Io Shirai defeated Candice LeRae by referee's decision in 15 minutes flat. Um, both women just were again just just awesome. Um, I hope they do it again. Yeah, I'm give sure me give me more mind. of this. You know, yeah. uh, my, I we we I you know I think probably the redemption arc will. I don't even know if it's a redemption arc, but the ultimate will be Candace finally defeating EO and probably finally defeating be the one to finally defeat Shayna uh, at some point down the line. Um, Maybe. Mania takeover, <laughs> Survivor Man, Series takeover. Plus, I don't see Baszler having the title that long, but who knows? Like literally, mm. with the same thing with her, who else does she got? <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, um, I, mean, I, have I a think theory, they want, but it's not anytime soon. I think they want to do Bianca Belair again first, so maybe they do wait till Mania. Yeah, maybe. Uh, oh, um, I thought you was a. Fantastic as a heel here. Like the new entrance yep. too. I thought the entrance was super dope. Um, all things EO for me are good, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I was good with that result. Uh, next match, we both we both got wrong again. We saw as Velveteen Dream retained against Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Um, all three guys just again, just again another four star match, four star plus match. I really enjoyed it. 
You're, you can't find anything wrong with it. Um, My whole theory was I thought Velveteen was going to lose and get called up for the yes for yesterday, but I was wrong. Yeah, I I just I just I mean you know we talked about it. I just thought that this you know along with the undisputed era winning the tag titles, I thought Roddy Strong was going to win the North American title and and undisputed era would have all oh, the gold. all the silver and gold that is available in NXT. Can we talk about Dream coming out as the Mountie though? not fantastic <laughs> well two things that I thought were were very fun uh, at least for these two matches um, Street Profits with some Toronto Raptor oh, throwback colors yeah. and then the Velveteen Dream with the current Toronto Raptor colors and, and coming out with the Toronto dance team um, Velveteen Dream right now to me is is, is quite possibly the king of entrances uh, he's it's you know, always a theme. We'll, we'll get to we'll get the SummerSlam in a very cool entrance uh, when we get there. Um, they even just, just the Mountie always gets his man. Like they did yeah, it all. They, they let yeah, they let they let that run for a bit. That and, was good. And, yeah, it was fun. Got the crowd hyped up, and 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 Toronto being a quote unquote smart crowd um, ate it up. So good. Good for Dream. Good for the people behind the scenes that came up with that. Um, again, no complaints on the match. I think this, you know, will set up a maybe possibly a one-on-one match for Pete Dunne and Dream down the line. Um, but no, just no complaints. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to, you know, trying to think of anything that I could it's find. Hard to get a complaint out of any of those three. Yeah, and I think that's where I'm struggling right now. Is I'm trying to find something and, and I can't. Uh, next match was for the NXT women's title as Shayna Baszler retained against Mia Yim. Uh, we both got this one right, and, and this was like the not disappointing, but this was the underwhelming match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I know we've talked about me struggling with Baszler. Um, once again, just it, it it wasn't a bad match, but there was just there was there was not anything there for me to say. Team that was awesome. Uh, other than I'm, I'm convinced that one of the crew that came out to, you know, uh, during Miam's entrance, crew, the last yeah. person she dapped up, I'm convinced was Matt Riddle. Uh, so good for Matt Riddle for being on the show as he caught out Killian Dane and then as one of Miam's crew. Um, when you had the hair down and everything else, yeah, hide it. put your damn hair up. <laughs> if you're, you're going to try to hide it, put it on, you know, put it under the jacket or whatever. Yeah. But it was just like it was. It was Matt, and I'm convinced of it. He and, denies it, but whatever. Like, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and then in the uh, the main event itself, uh, two out of three falls for the NXT title. Adam Cole defeats Johnny Gargano two falls to one uh, to retain the NXT championship. Uh, I think we both had this one right. Um, I, I got to give him credit again. I, I thought it was very fun and very clever that, you know, the first fall being the wrestling match. And Gargano having no problem getting himself disqualified to lead yeah. into the street fight. I didn't see it coming, but that was good. Yeah, so I thought I think that's probably why I liked it so much, is it was something that just wasn't expected. Um, so Johnny Wrestling getting disqualified right at right around twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, to lead straight into the to the next fall and and um, Johnny just getting to be kind of a douche was fun and. Uh, 
Johnny, as expected, wins the street fight to get us to the third fall. And as they announced on the pre-show, that the third fall was a steel cage weapons match, no escape. As they had barbed wire around the edge, which finally, I will. if you can give me these type of steel cage matches, not necessarily weapons, but I hate the cage match where the objective is to try to run away. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to run away, then you're not trying to finish your your. So you didn't like the old blue bars back in the day either. <laughs> no, to me, a steel cage. You 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 have the steel cage because you know as we talked about and leading up to it, like the steel cage should end a feud. And to me, trying to escape from somebody is not ending a feud. You're just trying to get away from them. I mean, it's just like anything else. The hell in a cell should end a feud, but now it's a whole freaking paper feud. <laughs> True, Shit like that. Right, and then you end up with matches that. Don't make sense inside of a hell in a cell. Yeah. Um, but uh, in total, these guys got close to an hour, you know, I mean, you know, leading into the promo video to the match itself. Um, really felt good. And just uh, obviously the, the clothes as they're fighting on a table that, you know, is, is perched on top of the cage and, and they fall through and. Adam Cole just rolls his limp body over to just put his arm over Gargano's chest to get the one, two, three. Um, I have a theory on Johnny Gargano. May I take the floor on this one? Of course. It's your show, man. Come on. <laughs> I was talking to a buddy about this. Johnny Gargano is a one hell of a worker. One of the best in NXT. We can't deny that. Nope. I think he is the guy who you throw in there to see if the next guy is good. Hey, let's use this guy. Put him in there with Gargano. See how good he really is. I don't think he's champion. They're not going to use him as much champion, in my opinion. He's never going to be that guy. He's going to be the workhorse you put, the semi-main, to work his tail off, but he's never going to grab that ring as Prince McMahon. You get you get what I'm saying there? Yeah, like, no, I don't see him being... He's the Dolph Ziggler of like four years ago. He's these high-level guys who you put with who you, else you want to get over. You know? Yeah, but I I mean... Adam Cole I, doesn't need to get over, but I'm just saying that he just seems like that kind of guy. If he goes to Raw or SmackDown, that's what they're going to use him as. A worker. I, the, a Chad Gable times ten, you know? Yeah, and I... And, I know no one watches it, and and he'd probably go there just to be abdued. But I would love Gargano on two hundred five live, and I know I'm in the huge minority there. That might be his best shot to be himself. Cause, honestly, because they move, you know, they move Cedric and Mustafa Ali from two hundred five live, and they move Cedric to Raw, and Mustafa Ali, Ali just to to SmackDown, and. And they're not on TV anymore. So put Gargano on 205 Live. Have him beat the guy to beat Drew Gulak. And I'd be over the moon with that. That should be a surprise thing on 205 tonight. That's what I would totally do. <laughs> but I'm not booking the show. Like, I'm just saying he's going to walk backstage and Vince is going to be like, nope. Right. And he, we, I mean, we know everyone knows that. So put him on 205 Live where it, it appears Triple H has some pull or is actually running 205 Live. Is he? Is who is who running that damn show? <laughs> like, it's not Vince anymore. Vince is, uh, you can just tell, like Vince has washed his hands of it and whether it, it's Triple H, whether it's it's somebody else. Um, I just, I, I think it hasn't had a he's Vince. The, he's that hand. He's the right. hand that you just right. feed so, him, you know, yeah. but 
I don't think he's the guy you're gonna say Johnny Gargano's gonna win the 2020 Royal Rumble or 2021 Royal Rumble. You know, no, that's never. Just, he he's he's smaller. I, I compare it to Dolph Ziggler for some reason. That's the only way I can compare it. He's just a hell of a hand. Like, right. and to me, it's it's more of a a, a Daniel Bryan. But you're when you're sm- yeah. when you're smaller than Daniel Bryan, and you don't have the charisma of Daniel Bryan. If you can't cut a promo like him, you're like, you're you're gonna be Johnny Gargano. I think would be a better heel. Because he can kind of be a douche. So at least showed that in that match. Like, Put him on 205 Live. Let him have some banger matches to, to open pay-per-views. Not pre-shows. Pay-per-views proper. You mean the pre-show title, man. The pre-show and, title. And you're, you're just going to have some fantastic matches. And that's, if you want good wrestling... Right, but you... But Vince is in the sports entertainment business. Is Johnny Gargano a sports entertainer? Hell no. No, a professional but to, wrestler. To get the fans... You know, we've talked about this before. To get the fans going... You need that you, exciting right, thing. You wanna, and Vince should know this. You want to put on a banger of a match to start the, to start the show. Gargano Gulak to... Over the 205 or the Cruiserweight time. Give them like 15 minutes or something. and let not, them... not even. Give them 10. I told you, you know, we've talked about me loving sprints. Give them a 10-minute sprint. Just go, go, go. Hit your spots right. and go. Where, you know, you know, I hate the term, but be spot monkeys for 10 minutes and and get the crowd hyped up. And You'd think he'd be on 205 because I've had him and Gulak clashed a bunch and evolved back in the day. Right. Like <laughs> You know they can work well together. Yeah. You know you're going to get a great match so, so he can get a great match out of anybody and that's why he's going to get right. used but just not in the right way right. so to me make that happen and, and and I'm over the moon uh, for the first time in a long time uh, there was no post match you know post credits uh, attack of the I was waiting for it NXT I was champion. waiting for it was it. just Cole and the or someone era. or some debut or something yeah something and uh, we didn't get it so uh I, it was kind of weird. It, as it faded to black, I was like, "Wow, that was that's the first time I can recall so I was seeing sitting that." There trying to think who who would they sign that would debut right then or something, but mm-hmm. there wasn't anybody. So yeah, and the maybe. only uh, quote unquote free agent that was shown during the entire show was Austin Theory, and I think we both talked about after seeing that Evolve show on the network uh, that Austin Theory is definitely NXT bound at some point. I bet you it happens with this taping. I bet you it's on this taping. Yeah, so, I well... Which happens tomorrow or tonight, whatever it is. Yeah, like. so, I don't know, I'd be real curious to see what they do with that. Because um, as of right now, both Triple H and Gabe Sapolsky have said Austin Theory is Evolve. He's not NXT. He's not signed to WWE. Uh, Doesn't mean he can't compete. Right, so <laughs> obviously he can just show up on... Like, Champion versus Champion or some shit. No, I don't think uh, no WWE won't do that. But <laughs> just you know, put him on a show, have him beat you know somebody, even if it's an evolve guy, whatever. Put him on NXT, show him, and let him beat no way, Jose. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Sunday and SummerSlam. I'm not even gonna bother with the pre-show because if they don't care to put it on the main show. Um, I can't be bothered to talk about it, other than, of course, Gulak having a fantastic match on the pre-show, as always. But like, the Cruiserweights like always do. Pay-per-view. Uh, proper show starts off with Becky Lynch defeating Natalya to retain the Raw Women's title in a submission match. Um, I didn't like it. Oh, I did. I, I, I thought, I I thought this was a fun match. I thought... <sighs> 
I didn't. I don't like that. That it just you know. To me, SummerSlam was a sandwich. The show opened great and closed great, and all the meat in between was rather okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I just this one didn't get. It. I'm a big Becky guy. I mean, Natalia's kind of meh, but like I just didn't. Not Becky's finest showing, but may not have been her final finest showing, but still, I you gotta uh, bring your good shit to the big pay per view. <laughs> I, but I thought they did. I thought some of the the counters were really good. Um, you know, some of it was a little clunky, sure, but you know when. Compared to the rest of the stuff on the show, no. I thought this one was really good. Um, all the sharpshooters, Becky using the sharpshooter against Natalia, I thought was fun. Um, Can I just say this to sure. go on my rant here about Natalia? I'll, I get she's Brett's niece, Jim's daughter. Well, you can't get over, over and over, just using somebody else's catchphrases. That's bothering the hell out of me. Me being such a Bret Hart mark, who's my probably like my top three favorite wrestler of all time. You can't do that. You can't be the best. No, but she's not though. But okay, is that Natalia's fault or is that the writing team not? I bet you it's both. She's not saying no. Dean said no. <laughs> Does she have the stroke to push back? Does she have the stroke to cut a promo without stealing anybody else's shit? No. But again, does she have the stroke to push back and say, no, give me... She's a heart. Of course she does. No, she doesn't. It's not hard. She's a night heart. But whatever. I'm just saying. You, you're okay I, with that? You being a huge no. mark like I am. You're I'm, not say, a, I'm not... Well, no, I'm not a Bret Hart fan. Okay, you know, just a but, wrestling fan in general. You don't, you don't see Becky coming out saying, oh, because Becky, Becky said so. And shit like that. When Natalia comes on screen, I typically tune out mentally. Thank you, but so, I but, don't for some reason. But that's <laughs> bothering the that, hell out of me. Is that her fault or is that creative's fault? How are you not a Bret Hart guy? God, we have to debate that later. We got a couple of weeks where there's nothing to do, so maybe we can talk about that. Yeah. 90s wrestling, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Becky uh, gets the win with the disarmor. And do you I, get what I'm saying before we move on? Do you get what I'm saying yes, there? Yes, no. The, she's, You're copying off your family's... Coattails, yes, or whatever you she, call it. She hasn't come up with anything original, or they yeah, haven't. Where's come the up creativity? With, in right, WWE. They haven't come up with anything <laughs> original for her. I mean, Becky's not really original, anyways, but she put her own twist on it. Right. The only thing that was original for Natty is that oh, let's make her the crazy cat lady for about a year. That worked. That got over. That was, that was the only thing that they've done for her that didn't. Involve. Her cat has more Twitter followers than I do. More Twitter followers <laughs> than most people do. Uh, <laughs> next up was the uh, singles match between Goldberg and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, we Loved both, it. We both uh, kind of called this one as it happened. Uh, I was actually impressed to see Dolph get some offense before uh, before the spear. Oh, and he super kicked him. Fantastic. <laughs> before the spear and jackhammer, but um, to me that that was smart because it showed that Dolph's smart enough to know what's going to happen. You don't make Dolph a pussy either, right? <laughs> um, and, uh, you know. Uh, got the super kick right off the bat, and that was a that was a nice surprise. Did you see him box the second one? It hit him in the like the gut. He was trying to go yeah, full super I, well, kick, but he I, kicked him in the gut. I don't know if was it a botch or is he just trying to? I don't think he. No, to do I, that I think I think Goldberg got too close. Ah, he and, did get really close. Yeah, looking back. And at so that. I, I I think it was just uh, a timing thing. Is Goldberg done? 
Or is 2020 Rumble going to come around and be like, oh, here comes Goldberg? <laughs> Were you impressed with him at this one? He looked better. Also, Dolph yeah, himself was, was out. But it was a two minute match. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's, that's what Goldberg needs to be, right. unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, I, is he done? Yeah. You don't think he's got one more in him? One more mania? I mean, Taker rematch. I hate the kid, but I'm saying that. He might, but. Do you see, like, look at the momentum those guys have when they're under 10 minutes. Goldberg, Taker, and they both put on great shit, <laughs> you know. Right, but if, but if you give Goldberg the, 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 the 90 seconds that he does, that he needs, just jackhammer spear, you know, that, <laughs> that's all it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, does he let somebody pass the torch? Does he pass the torch to somebody? Roman No, because to me, there's no one who can, there's, the Goldberg name while getting a pop and getting a reaction doesn't carry the weight to give anyone a rub. Next year's Mania headline. Roman Goldberg spear match. No, it's, it's going to be Seth versus Roman. See? I, I, I think I'm I, on that too. But I, I got people I, who listen to this who don't agree with me. I, th- I, think I've, I think I'm buying into that slowly. I tweeted I, about it. Turn Seth heel, which he needs to be anyways. Yeah, he's a much better heel. Anyway, back to the Goldberg thing. No, the Ziggler match. Ziggler sold his ass off for him. Yep. And the Spears were great. And some people didn't like it, but I loved all the post-match stuff where Ziggler wasn't... That was <laughs> fantastic! You can't beat me, man. <laughs> so you hit like a baby. <laughs> Comes in and gets speared, and Goldberg leaves, and he continues to yell again and gets a ridiculous spear. Who didn't like that? Yet again, please tweet... I mean, I'll be the heel in this. I'll be the freaking JBL in this situation. Like, who hate fuck that? No, all the same way. Like, if you, if you don't enjoy it, why? How can you not enjoy that? Dude? Why are you watching? You know, it's Goldberg. He's 54 years old. <laughs> right. Like, what do you expect from him? Yeah. We so, all cry when Ric Flair wrestled till he was 70, but hey, Goldberg's back. He sucks. Because Ric Flair was putting on classics back then, right? Like, yeah. I'm not comparing those two, but can't ever do that. But... <laughs> Uh, next match, uh... Change my name to heel. Saw Adam take our take the lead in our wager as AJ Styles retains the United States title against Ricochet. Um, Sweet victory. Again, good match. Nothing to complain about here. I... They're solid, but they're not great. Right, and and that's... Uh, that's fine. They're just, I mean. they're just matches. And, and, um... Me being a Nightwing slash Batman fan, I appreciated awesome. the yeah. Ricochet cut. Oh, yeah. Ricochet's gear more than I probably appreciated the match itself. The OT, uh, the OC t-shirt's growing on me though. Oh my god! I yeah, really need like, to get it. And I don't want to spend money on a wrestling t-shirt anymore, but I'm going to because I just I you like. You just t-shirt. bought a wrestling t-shirt at Rockstar. Yeah, but it's an indie show, not a. I, I don't want to feed the machine. Oh my god! Um, but Ricochet That's, coming out as Nightwing. That was cool. I loved. How did he not die in that suit though? That thing looked just like it was sweat machine. Well, and then part of me had thought. Did WWE order him, not order him, but tell him, hey, put the suit on because they want to cover up the tattoos. Why? Uh, but then last night, no, he wasn't in anything, so. Cover up tattoos? Look at all the guys who had tattoos on the show. Yeah. Bray Wyatt is neck, neck to back tattoos. But it's, yes, but it's the whole thing of whatever. What works for Bray doesn't mean Vince will allow it for the next guy. Well, because he's a face. Next. Bray Mysterio has tattoos. Yeah. So I, AJ Styles has I, tattoos. I was just curious not? to see yeah. him in a full body suit. And then I was, I was, I, I thought I think he was just going with the theme, and it could have been, you know, it, and, and if he does that for big shows where he gets to, quote unquote, co- you, cosplay and yeah, do you have to ask for permission for that stuff to dress like this? No, like I, what about Gargano with Wolverine? 
No, I just, I think that... If it said Wolverine, it's a different story, right? Right, but okay. because it's just in... Uh, you Colors know, they're and... Pay, they're paying homage to what they like. Um, so, Gargano... I don't know if they had to call Marvel or DC and be like, hey, we're doing this, is that okay? No, and, and, <laughs> and side note, kudos to Mauro Ranallo for nailing, like, five Marvel references in a two-sentence span when Gargano came out to the ring. I love Morrow to begin with, but it was just, it was so on point. I loved it. He's my, he's my favorite announcer in wrestling. Like, he's fantastic. Uh, probably, yeah. Um, you know, I... Because he reminds me of, like, a harder Joey Styles, and I loved Joey Styles, but he, it's like a Joey Styles with a twist, you know? Yeah. He me, has yeah. that, Mamma Mia, like, Joey I had, oh my God, there's a lot of comparisons right. there. Um, for for lead announcer, you know, for play by play guy, um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's either him or it's it's Kevin Kelly for New Japan, and yeah, but Kevin Marl Kelly makes it a lot more exciting. Yeah, Kevin Kelly's um, he's a technical, he's very he's like Michael Cole, but better. <laughs> but and and then he's just some of his 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 tropes are beginning to grate on me. Do you um, ever see Morrow going back up to the main card? Maybe pairing up with Corey. Which no, I think would be great. I, um, man, I, I like. I don't know who's next in line to replace Adam Cole or Michael Cole. So that that's. It looks like they're grooming Phillips to do that. And that, and to me, that's who it should be. I mean, I, I, I can't see Morrow doing full time main roster. Again. He was doing SmackDown. Yeah, they they had tried to have him him JBL didn't get it along. <laughs> Because he um, does, like, what, Bellator, he does boxing, he does right. all kinds and of so stuff. And so I, th- I think, you know, him getting to do, I think Morrow, for Morrow's sake, is in really enjoying what he's doing. Just do the weekly tapings and then do yep. the paper. And, and he seems to have fun with it, and it's not burning him out, so keep Morrow on NXT, just for me. <laughs> but let Morrow do what Because I don't think Morrow can call some of these snoozers that WWE have, you know, these 20-minute drag-out, yeah. the 40-minute Batista Triple H match. I don't think he can do that, you know. <laughs> he probably could, but... Um, it wouldn't but, be. It wouldn't be Morrow. It yeah, wouldn't be himself. <laughs> yeah, let him. Let Morrow be Morrow. Let him do what he wants to do. Give, give, give that guy carte blanche. I don't think Triple H is feeding a bunch of shit into his headset. He probably just lets him go. <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> uh... Next match, Adam's disdain for Bailey gets me tied with him for the show. Bullshit. As Bailey defeats Ember Moon in just under ten minutes. You're killing her, by the way. Killing Ember Moon? Yeah. Uh, but who else is there for Bailey? Oh we my, ta- we've been We've talked yeah, we talked about it. The only person there for Bailey right now is Charlotte. Or better yet. Just let's just take her off TV. That's where I'm at with it. No. Put her back with Sasha Banks, damn it. No, we'll get we'll to get Sasha to yeah, later, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, um, Spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. Um, but, I mean... When again, you don't get a reaction at all, HD... She gets a reaction. No, she doesn't. She does. Baron Corbin at least get booze. She gets... Eee. Like, what the hell? Because how is that... What are they doing to us? Why did we, what do we do to deserve this? Nothing. There's nothing... Exactly. This is where we just disagree on Bailey. I think... Don't even, and, if you and, say she's good, I'm leaving. <laughs> she is out of all the women on the roster. She's yeah. easily top five. No, yes, no. We'll we see. got a few weeks of episodes here to do. We'll yeah. debate we, that we, one. We can, that we 90s wrestling on top of it. We'll debate Bailey's merits. Absolutely. Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, Ronda, fucking Rousey, <laughs> Nia. Am I, yeah, if you're going to tell me Nia Jax is better than yeah, Bailey, yeah, I'm paying more to see Nia than Bailey. 
All right, folks, this is the end of the uh, three-man booth podcast uh, forever. How, who, who are you putting in front of her? i got to hear this. Who would I put in front of Bailey? Just yeah. off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Bliss. I forgot Bliss. Not for in-ring work, no. Get out of here. Um, I'm not, it's not just about in-ring work in WWE, man. It's, I understand that. Um, but I, I... When you and I go to Ring of Honor shit, NXT shit, it's about ring work. <laughs> but when... I, I'm still... And this is where I, I shouldn't watch the WWE because I'm still an Enrique work guy. And, and taking into the, taking account into the the total package what WWE wants, give Bailey pre-recorded promos and she's going to be great. Give a live mic to her. No, she's yeah, she's not there. But to me, she's number three. It, it's clearly Charlotte and Becky. You know, back to the other. Keep bringing this up to you. You diss Baron Corbin, which is fine. Baron Corbin's a schmuck. Mm-hmm. You can cut a promo though. No, he can't. Yes, he can. Better, way better than her. And guess what? He gets a reaction. Bailey No People Belt. People want him to go away. Bailey No Belt is going to be one of our first T-shirts, and mm-hmm. it's going to sell. Okay. About, you can't change my mind on this. You never will. And, and that's fine. And, and we can debate it when we have more time. But I will uh, stay here all night <laughs> to do this Bailey, with you. <laughs> Bailey is absolutely top three, top five no. in WWE. Oh. Yes. All right, let's move on. I'm just glad we're friends. Because, once again, Adam, <laughs> you know, tries to be too cool and thinks Shane McMahon is going to retire, Kevin Owens, and does not. Because it's been done. I've watched WWE for 20 years. It's been done. <laughs> yeah, but this match, Jesus Christ. Didn't they just fire Becky like three months ago? Four months no, ago? No, they didn't fire her. They, just, they took her. Well, what did they got? I don't remember. Suspended her. But yes. Same thing. But, um... All this match missed in the WWE tropes was true interference. Yeah, I was surprised. We had, you know, we had... Elias. Elias as the enforcer outside, just causing bullshit. That was good, though. That was pretty funny. No, it was bad. Oh, my God. You're such a hater. I love Kevin Owens, but this was the worst match on the show. And it's not not even close. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, if you want to go in week in ring work, yeah, it was pretty bad. Shane needs to stop wrestling. <laughs> but they're not. What should it have been though? Him and KO and Drew. No, if it's going to be KO or Shane, fine. fucking stop the the just and they should it have been a gimmick match, like an actual gimmick match. To make it was it a gimmick match. It, it, we've had this for twenty freaking years, where the you know the dastardly commands have to stack the odds in their favor, and. I just, I, like, I don't even want to watch SmackDown tonight because I know it's going to lead off with Shane and I'm just going to want to flip the channel. Calling Shane calling bullshit? Or no, the, not anything. I mean... This feud's going to continue. Right. No, and, it is. And the only question I have to ask of that is why? I don't know. Why right, do they do so you, why you don't do know either. A lot of things? And it's only going to be because they, WWE can't think of anything better to do. Why is Bailey still champion? Why is Brock still here? Well, there's a lot of questions that we It doesn't make sense, but it's Brock still here. Brock at least moves ratings. Yes, Brock makes a lot of money for WWE. And that Shane, wasn't me dissing Shane Brock. Shane McMahon but... causes people to turn the TV off. Brock Lesnar causes people to turn the TV back on. <laughs> flip yeah, the I channel agree. or don't flip the channel. So if you're not watching SmackDown tonight, don't I tell you how it goes? I'll watch because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Stockholm Syndrome survivor. And Jesus. I... <laughs> I, I don't know what else to do other than watch WWE that is, and that hate is it. That is the title of this episode from now on. 
I was stuck. That's oh, we're not gonna get a hate tweet for that one. I, or no, I guarantee. I guarantee you. Forty percent, if not more, of the audience is it, that's what it is. It's Stockholm syndrome. We've been prisoners of the WWE well, for so long. We love yeah, it. They're not going anywhere, though. Right, and that I watch. They're freaking it. married to it. <laughs> right, I watch it, and I don't know why. Do you not? Let me ask you. Do you like WWE in, in general? Not take counting NXT. I'm talking Raw, SmackDown, two or five pay per views. All that if you ask me as a whole, if I can dissect parts, yes, because I love Daniel Bryan. Who's I, I barely been on TV the last month. For right, some but I, 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 we're going to get to it here in a few minutes, but I love Bray Wyatt. Love what we saw Sunday night. We'll get to that, but I'm just saying, in general. Do I love it? No. Do I like it? Sure. I don't hate it. So next time Raw comes down, are we going? No. I, I will not pay WWE prices to go watch Raw and be bored off my no, ass we're going to pay 20, 15 bucks to go watch Damn Rockstar and people beat the piss out of each other. Correct. I, w- I would much rather take an hour drive over to Dayton, spend 20 bucks on a shirt, 20 bucks on a ticket, it wasn't food, drink, it was okay, beautiful. whatever, yeah. but whatever. I'd rather, McDonald's on the way home. Right, I would r- much rather do that than go pay 80 to just get in the door at WWE. No. And three hours of commercials. And right. And when I, can, when I can watch it and when I'm bored, I can flip the channel and watch Monday Night Football soon. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. I'm not. Yeah, it needs to be football season, guys. That's what we're always getting to. <laughs> it needs to be get the damn football season. Uh, next up was Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. I like this a lot. Oh, Trish man. still got it a little bit. There were some stink God points, bless. but. could. Could the trained monkeys not wait for her to do a move first? Like, like you could just you didn't like it. I don't know where you're going here. <laughs> the match to me was what it should be. I understand, you know, Trish, that match was better than Bailey and Moon. That I, I'll agree with that. Yeah, thank I'll, you. I, I don't, he agreed, I don't, one I don't time think, he agrees with me. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong there. It was just that's forty four year old Trish Stratus doing that, or right, however old and, she is. Right, and Trish hasn't been in the ring for a while, so it, you know it was the it was I don't want to say slow, but it was slow. It had to be I, right, and yeah. I, and I think and that and I think that's where I'm struggling in in maybe when I watch it, you know. If I watch it again in a few days, I'll have a better outlook on it. I think if Charlotte put over Trish well, made her look really good right. in that. But but the, the training monkeys couldn't wait for <laughs> Trish just to string together two, three moves so they could still chant, you still got it. And I just, I, I felt every minute of How these, dare you, you damn marks. How dare you. I felt all 16 minutes of this match. God, was it that long? Yes. God. I, it felt longer. Like right. when, I, when I when I saw the time of sixteen forty, and I was like, okay, I thought that went twenty minutes. I said it wasn't terrible, though. right? And it wasn't bad. It was it was just to me, it was just the only word I can come up with is slow. Yeah, it it wasn't bad. Charlotte was good. Trish was good. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking the work of either of them. Like, what is next for Charlotte? Is she next for Bailey? Is that what's happening? Or she could keep beating legends now, or Lacey Evans, or somebody like. No, I. I mean, to me, the the next step is it's Bailey, and she's gonna win, and she should. I mean, I. I you know I may not be that huge of a Charlotte Flair fan, mm-hmm. but. 
uh, who, el- who else on SmackDown right now has remotely come close to earning a title shot? It's nobody. It's Charlotte. So Yeah, because you put all the SmackDown wrestlers in tag teams. <laughs> right. Um, okay, even then, uh, like... I would throw, like, a Sonya Deville in there, but she'll never get it. No, she you won't. Know, people, 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 we know Vince loves blondes with implants, so Mandy Rose might be our next up. Um, or that that could be a title of the show now, too. Blondes with implants. <laughs> well, that, that covers Charlotte and Trish in this match. Um, you know, it's a different era, though, HD. It's no, it's not. You still have Kevin Dunn and Vince McMahon. Um, Look at Bailey. We're not going to compare looks. We're not those kind of people. We're not going to do that. No. Move on. But uh, <laughs> I'll move on. Good Good idea. Uh, next match <laughs> was for the... Different debate, buddy. <laughs> next match was for the WWE title. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton goes to a double count out. Didn't like this. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess just, I guess just more. means that we're just going to get this again at Night of Champions. Um, liked what I saw. I'll be honest. I, I, I thought this match was fun. You liked um, it? Yeah, I mean, I oh, I, I thought it was a. How about one that dragged on? Up, up until I mean, up until the double count out, I, you know, I'll agree with the people that booed this match. Like the decision was, I don't know, just I. If you're going to continue it, have it be a disqualification. Have Kofi get disqualified. Have Randy get disqualified. I don't care, but just the, I just don't get the Kofi Kendo stick. Like, what is he doing? What is that? How is that helping him? Showing that he has ruthless aggression. Oh my god, look how that turned out in this company. Well, we yeah. got freaking 14 years of John Cena. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I, I up until the double count out, I liked it. I, I thought it was funny to watch Kofi's kid kind of flex on Randy Horton <laughs> towards the end. So <laughs> I don't know. I appreciated it. Um, uh, we're just, I shouldn't say I didn't hate it. I don't hate it. It was fine. It was we're all just, right. It's we're going to get this again at, at Clash Night of Champions, Champions and, and that's fine, and and hopefully we get a result one way or the other. Um, you think Randy gets it in that one? I don't know. I thought Kofi was going to win here, and, and you picked Randy. Because, um, well, like I said before, I'm kind of over the Kofi thing. He's had a decent run. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been, what, four months now? Like, that's pretty good. Yeah, when, which was the only reason I thought maybe he was going to lose. It's just um, it might not be to Orton, but yet again, SmackDown right now. You who's know, gonna, WWE who's having a, beat him. someone have a championship for more than a hundred days is kind of odd, and here we are. Yeah. Um, next up was the Fiend defeating Finn Balor, and this match again to me was everything it should have been a squash. Not really a squash, but um, but no, just mainly offense from yep, the, fiend. the fiend, fiend, fin. What do I say? Fiend and fiend is going to just cause me problems. The fiend Bray Wyatt, which is why I'm just going to keep calling him Bray. Um, I loved how they paused it oh after God. Balor's entrance because you don't know what it was going to be. Is it going to be the Funhouse music? Is it going to be the yeah and just the regular just, old Bray music? But loved the entrance, loved the the lantern. The was lantern was shit is already being probably put to the side because <laughs> apparently I, I haven't gone to check this out. But uh, in the YouTube video that they released, they cut out any angle of the lantern. Why? Because it's scary. He's a freaking supposed to be scary. He's yeah, Freddy effing Krueger. Or do you think WWE sponsors are going to want a headless man's face in the ring? Did they want Katie Vick in 2002? I don't think... They, were not, they weren't a public company then, so now they don't have They to weren't? Work. No. 
They don't have to worry about when advertising. Did they go public? I don't know. It wasn't that long ago, but it definitely wasn't 2002. Okay, I'm just saying they've done some controversial shit that... Yes, but since they've been public and they've been PG, what have they done? Give me a second. I'll okay. figure something out. While, while you're thinking about that, uh, it, main event... That's saw, stupid. I'm uh, sorry. That's... Saw Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar uh, to once again become the Universal Champion. Um, I got this wrong. You got this right. Um... Uh, talked about at the beginning of the review or recap of SummerSlam. Uh, I thought this was the best match on the show. Yeah, it made them both look strong. It, I'm glad it was clean. And mm. like I said, this doesn't hurt Brock Lesnar one bit. Like, no, and um, I like when he takes the gloves off. I love that spot because he's going to beat the shit out of somebody when he does that. So it'll be interesting to see what's next for Brock. Uh, is he going to take some time off? Yep. I don't think you hear from Brock until, what, Rumble? I would think he would be back for Survivor Series. Was he back last year? He was champion last year. I'm not saying. I would, I would think so. Or back to the very wide thing. Maybe quick. he's back on, you know, comes and pops a rating for SmackDown moving over to Fox. Back to the very wide. I'm, thinking, I'm trying to think of that damn moment in mm-hmm. time. There's been controversial shit in the past few years. But not a headless man's face as a lantern. Why is that bad? Who is it offending? PETA? No. <laughs> I just... I just like, I, I kick it off that. I'm I, sorry. Like, who... <sighs> and I'm not saying that's going to be the reason why, but I just... I, I don't know how often we see that. I definitely don't think we're going to see it on Raw ever. Do we see it? Well, he can... Hang on. Hang on. Time out. Mm-hmm. So he, he can squash the puppet and make jam out of it and sell it on TV, but we can't have a headless man. Or, yes, because it's a puppet. Hey, or Bray, <laughs> or Randy Orton can burn down the compound and there's commit no, crimes? There's nobody, there was nobody in the house. It's still a felony to commit arson. You're burning down a shed. He stabbed Strabrio's grave. That's murder. Strabrio's still alive. You All know right. it. Alright, we're getting close to an hour here, so let's uh, just Try to hit some highlights here on Monday Night Raw. Um, uh, just from the first part of the show, I think the only thing that really stuck out to me was to see Andrade beat Rey Mysterio in a two out of three falls match. Two oh, right? two falls, yeah, yeah, two in a row. Uh, didn't go to a third fall, and it was all done in under six minutes. Yeah, and you see this promo after with Rey. I don't understand what they're doing yeah. with that. I know some grooming his son to beat him. Yeah, Friday, I've seen like, that online. Like, and I'm just like, okay, that's gonna put a hell of a lot of weight on Dominic for his first. He's never had a pro match in his life, right? And I understand that his dad is Rey Mysterio, and he's probably trained really, really well. But you can't compare is him that to what Mysterio, you're gonna go with, right? That's not fair to Andrade to put over a kid, right? Um, so who knows what there? But I if. If that's going to lead to bigger and better things for Andrade, I'm all about it. Yeah, me too. Um, that should be a guy who should yep. get against Seth or Kofi. Andrade's that good. He, he needs a title shot. It just needs to be up on the card more. I don't know if a title is what it is, but just... He's got to be on pay-per-view. Yeah, put <laughs> Please him, put him on pay-per-view. Yeah, put him in a, a higher spot. Um, Drew McIntyre defeated Cedric Alexander in easily the match of the night and... and once again, for a, a TV match, I thought this was really fun, really good. Um, Drew gets his win back, and you know I'm sure we'll get another one here next week. Um, but 
if you're going to give me Cedric Alexander on TV every week, I'll take it. Um, okay. Hopefully it's just not in a squash next week and right. in, in under a minute. Um, but, He's um, easy to go back to 205. Yep. Uh, well, no. I mean, just... just be on TV. That's all I ask. I mean, you know, you talk about do I love WWE. There's not like, enough time in the day, man. Yes, there Apparently. is. Like, how many matches were there on TV last night? And I'm just looking at the times of all these. 45 seconds, 3 minutes, 50 seconds, 3 minutes, 25 seconds, 5 minutes and 35 seconds. You know, Drew and, and Cedric got nearly the most time at 8.40. Bobby Roode in a minute, you know, Lucha House Party, DQ, or no contest, whatever it was, in a minute and a half. The War Raiders in a minute and a half. You know, Bliss and Nikki Cross, when they're matching nine minutes. I mean, you know, it. there's time. You, you can cut some of this bullshit out, and, and there's time. You don't need to give them a ten-minute match every week, but if you're going to put them on how TV... How many good wrestlers has WWE passed on? I know we're going over an hour, but sorry about that. But how many good people have they fucking passed on? Oh, loads. Just the past two years alone. Loads. I mean, there's exactly. there's loads of good wrestlers on the show that don't get to wrestle, and it's it's a shame. But like the um, hashtag just still in catering, that's fantastic. Because <laughs> how many guys just sit back there and watch the show and earn a paycheck doing nothing? <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's just I I think we'll just hit on the two big things of note from the show. Um, Seth versus AJ ended in a DQ. Strowman thing was a surprise. Already announced for next week will be a U.S. title match as AJ will defend against Braun Strowman. They're going to twist that around somehow. Somehow think Strowman's in the main event of Clash of Champions. I'm calling that now. Oh, yeah. There's going to be shenanigans. I don't don't see... Well, it's like a triple threat or some shit, but... Yeah, I I don't see a clean win for anybody in any which way, shape, or form. Uh, and then the the real big takeaway was the return of Sasha Banks uh, as she comes out and just annihilates Becky Lynch to, I'm sure, set up a match for Clash of Champions. And, uh, this is one of those ones where I, I, I should have saw it coming because Becky makes a promo earlier in her show, you better get to me first before I get to you. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, did Sasha get to her first. That chair shot, oi. Apparently got the back of her head, apparently. Yeah, and the the Sasha Banks defenders are out in force already saying, oh, it wasn't meant to be that way. Okay, I'm sure she didn't mean to end Paige's career, but she ended Paige's career, and now she... She's sloppy. Literally that's, the that's first the right thing... Word, she, sloppy? First like, swing of the chair fucking hits Becky Lynch in the back of the head. And dude, that Paige thing, she kicked the shit out of Paige for a simple bump. Right. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't just, yeah, it wasn't light in any way, shape, We're or two form. huge Paige fans. Like, what the hell? Like, you killed her career. <laughs> yeah. And, whatever. I mean, you know, at what point does Sasha Banks become too clumsy for the WWE? And I don't think that'll ever happen because she'll just have hey, a job. Nice as long- Jack still has a job. Right. She breaks and face Sasha face. will have a job in the WWE as long as she wants one. So I think that's... I think that's all I got. What about you, Adam? No, that's it. I'm just being the heel tonight. Adam is <laughs> the dickhead, but whatever. Adam's being the bad guy. Yeah, that's fine. I might change my name to that. It's fine. All right, once again, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, just want to get a reaction out of you, HD. Just want to get a reaction out of you. We'll have a reaction to when you talk about Bailey next week being one of the top three women in the company. She's, oh my God. In the, in the <laughs> show now, please. <laughs> 
All right, everyone, once again, thanks for listening. Uh, give us a like. Give us a rating, please. Uh, just do anything. Subscribe. This is the best show yet, folks. Thumbs up, whatever. Give us a like on your podcast app of choice, and uh, we will talk next week.